Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers, we're dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. Joyfully Prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Bergen, and this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. Welcome to the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. Thank you for listening today. I'm really excited to introduce you to my guest, Lisa Bedford. Thank you for being here, Lisa. You're welcome. My pleasure. So uh, a little bit about Lisa. In 2009, when America's economy hit rock bottom, Lisa knew she had to take action if her family faced a long-term job loss. Layoffs and bankruptcies were everywhere. She knew it could happen to them. She had no experience with preparing for something like that, so she learned how to prepare just in case the worst happened. It didn't take long before she ended up in the world of preppers and survivalism, and she learned a lot. But she also learned much of the information wasn't a good fit for her family. As a former teacher, corporate trainer, and writer, she decided to start a blog and write about her prepping adventures. The Survival Mom blog was born. Lisa has been featured in Newsweek, NPR, The Today Show, and Fox News, and many others. She helps moms learn how to prepare and equip their families for those critical moments when life hits you hard and there's no time to figure out what to do. She's the mom of two homeschooled kids and the wife of a very patient man. (laughs) That's wonderful. What a good man you have. I I have one of those too. I'm very lucky. Yes. Well, thank you again for being here. Um, I have admired you and um, followed you for a long time. And so I'm very grateful. And I know that our listeners are in for a treat. So um, my question for you today is how, what would you say to mothers who have teenagers who are kind of the teenager years, they, they go through an evolution. They're trying to figure themselves out, but it looks it's painful to watch these teenagers do this. And sometimes mothers just get really caught up into it and almost become a victim to it. What would your advice or counsel be to these mothers as far as finding their own happiness? Finding their own happiness is a balance, Wendy, because part of our happiness comes from a home and family that, um, that has some balance where it isn't completely run by the children and their demands, nor is it completely controlled by one of the parents and their busyness or their obsession, you know, with a career or their own hobbies or interests. There really is a line that goes right down the middle where you can incorporate your kids into what you do and yet you take some time for yourself. And I will tell you, you know, interestingly, I didn't know you were going to ask me this question, but Last night, I was having a hard time going to sleep, and I was just reflecting on our years of homeschooling, which stretched from kindergarten all the way through senior year of high school. And I was thinking the most difficult part for me was having me time, because when you homeschool, you homeschool, Mm -hmm. and pretty much those kids are there 24 seven. And I remember there were times when I would be upset over something. I I mean, it could be anything. And I would start crying and the kids would be like, mom, why are you crying? Mom, are those tears in your eyes? And I would be thinking, well, crap, I can't even cry to myself, you know? 
So I think part of this is finding those little nooks and crannies of the day and of maybe the evening or maybe an early morning where it's peaceful and no one is up yet except for maybe you and the dog. And maybe you have time and that is just a time to sit out on the back porch or just take in nature. I find that when I get out and I take a walk, it changes my day. In fact, one an interesting scientific um Uh, I don't know, insight that I learned, you know, last year was the importance of having morning sun on your face. Hmm. And so when I go for a walk, I always find a place to sit down and just let that morning, morning, uh, morning sun hit me. But then you come home and well, then what, you know, you have your teenagers since you single that age range out. And I will tell you a part of that balanced lifestyle is really coming together as a family and finding And filling out this blank, we are known as the blank family. And I remember uh, hearing years ago, a family that the dad just decided he wanted to get into hot air ballooning Hmm. and the family jumped into it and they would take off on weekends or they would go to, you know, balloon races or whatever. And they became known as the hot balloon family. In our case, our kids, when they were freshmen, sophomore, almost all the way through high school, they were into competitive rowing. Mm. And we would be going to regattas around the state of Texas or up into Oklahoma. And I guess we became known as the rowing family because that became just a part of our identity. And there was fulfillment in that for me because I enjoyed watching my kids out on the water. And we all were working on something collectively together. So in my niche now where I talk about preparedness, what I have found brings some of that balance into play, whether, you know, if it's sporting is, you know, sports aren't your child's, you know, passion, or, you know, if you're searching for a hobby, preparedness really can, it, it encompasses so many different areas where you can be known as, oh, the family that raises bees, the family that's really into gardening. Oh, you should see the backyard garden they have, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And Wendy, I was also a teacher, as you mentioned early on in the introduction, that was very kind of you to, that, that introduction was just like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> I have done a lot in my many, many decades of life. But mm-hmm. uh, when I was a teacher, I would have parents come in for conferences at times and they would say, well, Mrs. Bedford, when our kid comes home, I asked them what they did and they said nothing. Mm-hmm. And you probably have heard that as a mom, and mm-hmm. I'll bet that rings true for every parent. What did you do today at school? Uh, nothing. Mm-hmm. It's not so much that they did nothing. It's that they didn't do anything significant to mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. They may have done math worksheets. They may have had a spelling test. They may have had to sit and read a chapter from a history book. They may have had to start writing an essay or whatever. But that really wasn't significant to them. I would bet that if you showed your children how to uh, grind wheat mm-hmm. and when they start seeing that it magically turns into flour, and now we're going to take this flour and we're going to add four or five ingredients and let's all practice. Here's what it's like to knead. I don't care if you even have to have a YouTube video in front of you as you learn with mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. They, have, they are learning right then and there something of significance. And I would encourage moms and dads, aunts and uncles, grandparents to start looking for those kinds of significant learning. Because like I said, YouTube is a great resource. There are a lot of resources online and learn together. 
And I would bet anything that at the end of a weekend of that kind of an activity, if you said, well, you know, hey, what did you do this weekend? They are not going to say nothing. Mm. And it brings cohesiveness to the family. The family has now a shared experience. And years later, they will be, I promise you, they will be talking about the time, the very first time they ever ground wheat berries or the time they went and they brought home a, a swarm of bees and put them in a hive. They'll remember those things forever. And as siblings, that is so important because one of my goals as a parent has been to foster a close relationship between my children. So as they become adults, I want them to have these memories, these shared memories together. And looking back on a family trip, looking back on camping, looking back at the time we tried to put up a tent in the middle of the night and we didn't have instructions and we didn't know what we were doing. And my husband was in the, you know, in the tent practically cursing because, (laughs) you know, we couldn't, you know, it was dark and we couldn't figure out what we were doing. And we were dead tired after driving from Phoenix up into Northern Utah. And, but my kids will remember that forever. So that brings in, you know, a mom's role. Mm -hmm. Moms take care of yourself. If you have to just, you know, the, the pedicure, I know that sounds so trite, but just a few minutes away of doing something that fully relaxes you. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess my final note to that end would be to find a creative outlet for you, the mom. Mm -hmm. And so uh, recently I just got into fiction writing. Oh. And I can sit down and I can work on my little novel. And the strange thing is, it's not stressful to me. I don't have a deadline. I just kind of am puttering around. And when I walk away from that, maybe an hour later, however long, I actually feel relaxed. So sometimes we think relaxation is sitting in front of a TV, but that really is not. Relaxation is feeling like you've accomplished something and it's something you've enjoyed doing. And that is so different for each mom. Yeah. Um, so that really would be my, my advice, Wendy. That, wow. I can't wait to re-listen to this because this was amazing. I, I really like, um, your counsel about the significant, um, event, you know, of the day and, um, homeschooling is definitely, and <laughs> I have my own, right? <laughs> I just, I was just, as you were talking about different things, I was thinking about, when we, the times we packed the goats in the back of the suburban and drove them back Mm -hmm. and forth to, you know, all these things when I bought them and, and how people behind us would laugh at us. And, you know, it was, but the kids were involved in all of that. And it really does make a difference. And I noticed now as my older kids are older, you know, when they were, they're older, that they now tease about these different things that mm-hmm. I had them doing. And now when they go for job interviews or they're interacting with their coworkers, they're like, oh yeah, we had goats. Oh yeah, we did this. <laughs> yes. And people are like, you did what? <laughs> yeah, that's mm-hmm. what we did. You know what I'm saying? I do. I know my daughter still talks about the time I put half an onion <laughs> in a mug, put it in the microwave. And then I told her to hold it up to her ear, which she had an earache. Right. And she said, Mom, I'm never going to forget the time you had me hold an, an, an onion up to my ear. And it was like, well, it was supposed to work. It was on Pinterest. <laughs> so all of those fun little moments, yeah. you know, they just they create memories. And, you know, as I, as I said, the last, you know, I think the last comment I said was we want to think that sitting immobile in front of a screen, whether it's a TV, a phone or a computer screen, 
we think that's relaxing. We think that's what feeds our soul, mm. but it actually is the exact opposite. You know, you find yourself really just settling into something, you know, it's sedentary, it's mind, mindless. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would just encourage people to, you know, get out of nature, find, you know, like I said, find things you really enjoy doing and you'll find that you're far more relaxed uh, in that process than just the, uh, you know, just the screen addiction. And that's something that all of us deal with. Yeah, you're right. I was, I was thinking, I have a, a wonderful mentor and he's taught me this idea of producing versus consuming. And that's exactly what you're saying too. That's an excellent insight. Yes. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And it's changed everything for me learning that you do need to consume certain things like a YouTube video. There are higher levels of consumption but mm. production, that's where we, that's where we're on earth for is to produce, to create, to, to progress and help each other along the way with that. Yeah. When my husband has come home at the end of his work day and said, what did you do today? When I, on the days that I have said to him, oh my gosh, I got so much done. That was an awesome day. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the day, well, honey, I got sucked into binge watching, whatever, (laughs) you know, not producing anything and I don't feel good physically and maybe I don't have anything, you know, for dinner. And it was like, well, that was a waste of day. Yeah. So that's a, that's an excellent insight, Wendy. I'm going to be keeping that in mind myself. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I am so thankful that you came on to share your wisdom and counsel with me and with our listeners and, um, I was, you have a, a, a membership, a, you call it the Survival Mom Sisterhood, and I would love for you to share that with our listeners. Survival Mom Sisterhood actually uh, came from my heart because over the years I've had so many women, just dozens if not hundreds of women all over the world, tell me how alone they felt and then also how confused they felt. Because yes, online, there is just a bounty of prepping information, survival information. A lot of it really um, uh, gets <laughs> focuses on promoting fear. And I knew that that wasn't the way that I wanted to, uh, I, I didn't want to create anything that promoted fear. Because a lot of us as women, we'll, we'll get stuck in that fear where we're afraid, you know, we can be overcome, overwhelmed with information And then we're afraid to do the wrong thing. I think as women, we can really be perfectionists in ways that are detrimental. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to make the wrong move, especially if it's like, oh, you know, what if there's a food shortage? Oh, what should I buy? And so when I put the membership together, I wanted to create more than just a website with training. I wanted to create a community where women could connect with each other and that has actually happened. It just, and it, sometimes it has brought tears to my eyes is I see these women form real friendships with each other. Some of them have even met in person and it's like, wow, this survive mom sisterhood was a tool that caused that caused that to happen. So yes, the training is there. You can train at your own pace. You can mm-hmm. pick and choose what areas concern you the most, or maybe areas that you're thinking, you know, that's, you know, it's one of my weaknesses. I don't know too much about foraging. I don't know much about food storage or, um, you know, whatever the topic is, but um, we get together several times every single month and we discuss different mini trainings and we have different bonus bonuses for the, you know, for the members 
it's just, I mean, it's my favorite thing. It's my very favorite thing. Every single day I'm thinking, you know, how can I make that membership better? And uh, you can get the details at survivalmomsisterhood.com. And then of course the blog is where it all started, thesurvivalmom.com and uh, just hundreds, hundreds of articles there on all different kinds of timely topics and scattered throughout the site. You'll have a chance to get free printables from a power outage resource to uh, even an EMP survival handbook, you know? So there's, there's a lot there and it's kind of fun just to jump around and, uh, and just kind of see where the rabbit trails take you. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. You, you do have, you have, well, since 2009, you've been writing things and learning things. So I, uh, it, it, your website's beautiful as well. So I highly recommend everybody visiting. Thank you. So um, just for those who are listening, just to let you know, all the links that Lisa mentioned, they will be on my show notes. So you just have to click on the podcast and you can see the show notes and then you can um, find Lisa that way. So um, thank you again, Lisa, for um, coming on and sharing all this wisdom with us. And I really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. so much for listening to Joyfully Prepared. I'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast. Leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.